we had been going out for a few months. He took me out to dinner and then broke up with me. I was just so shocked. Where things start to get interesting, I got a text message from a number that I've never seen before. And they were pretty much saying, hey, I know what's going on. This is like the situation. And I was just like, oh, this breakup story kind of reminded me of Gossip Girl. What happens when the guy that you're dating breaks up with you out of nowhere and then all of a sudden soft launches a new relationship? She got all the details from a mysterious text message and confirmed pretty much her worst fears. Hey, what's up? It's Abby Murphy. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Breakup Breakdown. So happy you're here. If there's a certain part of the interview you want to jump to, as always, the timestamps are in the episode description. Also wanted to give a shout out to my girl Chanel. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. She left us a glowing review on Apple Podcasts. Podcast, and I was so happy when I saw it. I think I was at a bar somewhere this weekend and I was like, look, people listen. How cool is this? So thank you so much to everyone who's left us a review. It really makes my day. Anytime I get a comment or a DM or I see a review, it just, it's so cool. Hey, what's up? It's Abby. Hey there, it's Lexi. Here we are with another breakup breakdown story. I just feel like this one might be heavy today. I, you know what? Aren't they always? They, they usually end up being it. We say like, oh, maybe this will, no, breakup is happy. <laughs> We're acting like it was like, yep, they, they high fives at the end and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> we try to find the positives. Yeah, try yeah. to find the positives. Okay, so the submission says, Hey, Abby, I have a breakup I've been trying to figure out for a hot second. So this guy that I follow on Instagram, a couple of years ago, he did something so strange, so out of the ordinary, that I just have always wanted to know what happened. So he was dating this girl that he was like casually telling me about. And then all of a sudden one day he posted some other random girl. I was like, wait, this is not the same chick that you've been telling me about, that we've been talking about. And I wanted to ask him about it, but we kind of had a little bit of a falling out. So if you want to get the deets from the girl, like, I feel like that would be a super interesting story. Let me know. We need to preface relationships moving forward that there has to be like a waiting period in which you start posting the new person because that's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, happy relationship. They're doing great. And then out of nowhere, it's like, oh, new girl. If you're dating someone for like months and then all of a sudden, hmm, new person, it just makes you look so skeezy to everybody in your life. You're just like going to soft launch somebody else. Yeah, like, let me just soft launch this and see how it goes. Well, do you, like, maybe he was dating two people at once and he made his final decision. He gave her the final rose. Relationships that start off while they're still dating someone else. Oh, like dating the person that you cheated on them with. It's so hard to celebrate those relationships. Oh, sick. So happy you found what you're looking for at the expense of like cheating on somebody else. I always think about that too. When people leave their current relationship or the person they're talking to for somebody else, when you have your, oh, how did you meet story? How do you even go about that? Like, well, I was dating this chick and then I saw her across the room and I was like, dang, I should leave my girlfriend for her. Yeah, and you know, in a lot of circumstances, it's like if you were really unhappy in your relationship and take those steps before you pursue something else. You know, it's like I'm, I'm never going to tell somebody, hey, I don't want you to go find what you're looking for and stay in a relationship that's not for you. But at the same time, like you got to take your time to figure that out before you're like, I was cheating. <laughs> I was cheating with this person for so long, but now we're together. So. But you're so great. You're just worth me leaving them. I'm just like so happy I found my happiness by hurting somebody else brutally. It's okay. <laughs> don't stay in something you don't want to be in but don't hurt somebody in the process. Yeah. On the one hand, it is kind of flattering if you're the person they're leaving them for, but it's also kind of like, mm, red flag, because I don't want you to do that to me. Are we ready for this one? Let's break down this week's breakup. Okay, so I heard that you were in a relationship with this guy, and then out of nowhere, he posted on his social media, some other girl, like, on a camping trip with her family. Can you tell me, how did you meet this guy? What happened in the relationship? And how did y'all break up? So I met this guy online through a dating app, as we all do, <laughs> as you know. 
usually that's how they don't end out very well or they are the most amazing relationship you've ever been in. It's one of the two. And we had been going out for a few months. And then one day, like I never even really saw it coming. Like I kind of had a weird feeling that something felt off, but I wasn't sure if it was like family stuff or if it was like me. He took me out to dinner and then broke up with me right afterwards. And it was just actually the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. Because like, who does that? In their minds, it's like respectful or something. But in our minds, it's like, you just took me out and pretended that you're still dating me. And now you're breaking up with me. Like we just shared a bread basket and our feelings. And now you're just done with me. What? Yes. Yes. I decided to go off of line. I think it was like a week or two, but I only ended up doing it for a few days because my intuition was telling me that there's something wrong. Mm. So I went online and I didn't even have to like go to his page. It was like the first thing that popped up when I logged back into like Instagram. There's this picture of him and a girl that I've never seen before. And I was just like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) I was just so shocked. He soft launched a new relationship immediately after breaking up with you? Yeah. Yes. Part of me thinks that he thought that I would just be like, oh, well, he must have met this new girl in the past. I don't know, like half a week (laughs) that we weren't together. But everybody knows that's not how it works. And you don't post somebody that you've just met on your page unless you're like insane. So which he might have been maybe (laughs) just concerning all the other information that we're going to get into about him. Yeah, I looked at him. I at the time had him on like a pedestal because I was like, he's a great guy. He's older than me. Like he knows what he's doing. Yada, yada, yada. When I saw that, I was like, oh, I don't know this guy at all. Like, I really don't know this guy at all. So I kind of sat on it for a little bit. I reached out to the girl because honestly, if I was in a relationship with somebody, I would want to know if they were just seeing somebody else. Months of time of dating just a few days ago, I would have want to know that because I wouldn't want to deal with that. And especially just concerning they went on a camping trip together. Like that's what the photo was of, was a camping trip. Definitely been together longer than just a few days. Yeah, you don't go to the middle of the woods with some rando unless you're like Ted Bundy. Exactly. So (laughs) I was just like, I'm going to reach out to her. Also, like looking back, I think I was just still like very emotionally invested in the relationship that I was screw this guy. I want to figure out what's going on. Yeah. So I messaged her immediately afterwards. She messaged me back like a super long paragraph. And it was just her telling me that she's been with him for, I think it was two to three months beforehand. And they had like hung out together and like all of these things that they did together. The way she was talking about when they had hung out and when they like did all of these things were coinciding with times that I was also hanging out with him. So I was hanging out with him and then the next day she would come over when I would leave with oh how he gosh. was like dealing with the situation. For example, on the 4th of July, I guess he was over like at a friend's house. I came over later in the evening, stayed the night, mm-hmm. left in the morning because I had to work and he knew that. He knew what time I had to work. She came over right after, maybe like less than an hour after I had left for work. I can't believe he was juggling two relationships. I can't even talk, like text multiple people at the same time or like handle multiple situations at once. So having to deal with two relationships is insane to me. So where things start to get interesting, not too long after she sent me that message, I got a text message from a number that I've never seen before. And it was a local number. So I looked at it thinking, oh, it's probably just like spam. No, it's some random person that to this day, I still have no idea who this person is. It could be someone in his life still. It could not be. I don't know. And they were pretty much saying, hey, I know what's going on. This is like the situation. Everything that you know is correct. And I was just like, oh, 
<laughs> so I'm not crazy. Like all of this has actually happened. I immediately after that, I saw that text message. I was like, who is this? And they like would not tell me who they were. So I texted him and I said, what's going on? Because now I'm having this person text me. I don't know who they are. What's going on? He was like, they've been texting me all day, like threatening me that they're going to like tell my family what I've done and like all these things. And it's not true. And just still like denying that it was even happening. So I came back at him and I'm like, what it did happen because I've talked to this girl about what you've done. So this person's telling the truth and I want to get to the bottom of this now. The fact that he like denied everything that happened, but there's all this like evidence that he had. Well, I'm assuming he's still with this girl at the time that you're confronting him about it, right? Yes. Not only did he have me calling him, he also had her calling him like what is going on because I found out later that this person that had texted me that I don't know who it is also texted her, texted him, texted one of his ex-girlfriends and also messaged his mother. <laughs> you know it's bad when mommy gets involved. So his mom found out. Uh -huh. And so the next day I called him and I was like, we need to like talk now. I don't want to deal with this any longer. I just want to get everything out there. And I want you to tell me what you did because I want to hear it from you. I don't want to hear any lies. I want to know everything. And when I called him, he was actually at his mom's house at the time. I could tell that he had been crying just by like the way that he was talking. I know I shouldn't say that it made me feel good, but it definitely made me feel really good. I had been crying over this guy for a few days before all of this stuff happened. For him to start crying about getting caught about this, it made me feel like just a little bit good. I was also texting the ex-girlfriend or the other girlfriend. They're now an ex-girlfriend, but we'll get into that. She was telling me how that she was going to confront him too. And like, she really wanted to be there and like all of these like other things. She lived in a different area at the time. So she couldn't come down and like confront him with me. So she was just like, let me know how it goes. And I was like, okay. So I met up with him at like a parking lot in like a park that we had gone to before. I like got out of my car and got in his car and his face was just bright red and like swollen from like crying all the time. And I'm just like, you have the nerve to be <laughs> crying right now. Like you really do. So tell me everything because I feel like I know everything, but I just want to hear it from you. And he was like telling me everything that I already knew. And I just was like, I don't understand how you thought it was okay to string me along and her in this relationship. And then also last night, you still were denying what was going on. And now that your mother knows, that's when you decide, oh yeah, I actually did that. <sighs> he just like kept talking about it and like telling me everything. And I was just, I just, I want to go home now. Like this is not getting anywhere. You're just crying. And I'm just like, I'm sick of you. So I'm done. <laughs> and I got in my car and I left and I called her and like told her what happened. And she was, well, I'm going to come down in a few days and like talk to him too. And I was like, okay, cool. This is the new girlfriend. Yes. Okay. No instinct or anything that she was going to like stay with him or anything. Cause you're thinking you're on the same side as her. It's like, we're going yeah. after this man. Yeah. And she was like telling me how she was so mad at him and like all of these things. And just, she was like getting to a point where she was like, okay, well we can be friends and like screw him. Like he can go do whatever he wants. Like we can be friends now. So a few days later I'm at work, sends me a super long text message. And the second I saw it, I was like, this is not good. Like I just, I just knew like something was up and it was pretty much her just saying like, Hey, I really like enjoyed being friends with you, but like, I want to be with him. <laughs> no. Hey, it was great for the two days that we were like pals, but, um, I'm getting the guy. So peace yeah. out. I started like sobbing. Cause I was just like, are you kidding me? Like now I lost this guy and then I lost this friend that I was going to have. And now I'm, I'm the one that's alone and they get to go have fun together while I'm over here, like figuring everything out. So fast forward a little bit of time and like just 
all kinds of things happened in my life, growing, healing, all of that fun stuff. And she texts me and she was like, so him and I are not together anymore. Like, I don't trust him. Blah, 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 blah. I, I want, she's just now figuring out that, that she can't trust him after yeah, he cow. already cheated on you with her in yeah. the beginning stage of their relationship. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, how did you not see that? You guys were only together for like two to three months and I was with him for like six or seven. And he went after you because you're this new fresh relationship, no problems, nothing wrong. You're like a saint to him because he has no like negative values towards you because you are still in the honeymoon phase. Duh. He, you're not going to trust him after a while because you're going to start seeing his negative side come out. She sent me that. And like fast forward, this has been, I want to say two, two years ago now, which is crazy. And now he is engaged and has a child. <laughs> Eating better is just one of the things that makes me feel better. And you know what also makes me feel better? Not having to clean up my kitchen when I just want to eat. This living alone thing is great until you realize you're responsible for all the cooking and cleaning around the apartment. And something that's been really helpful for me around mealtime is Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You've got over 35 different options to choose from each week, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Each meal takes about two minutes to heat up and there's so many yummy options like pancakes, smoothies, and more. Also, you know I love an afternoon snack and there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor's also super flexible, so if you want to pause and skip for a couple of weeks, you can totally do that. Head to factormeals.com slash breakup50 and use code breakup50 to get 50% off. That's code breakup50 at factormeals.com slash breakup50 to get 50% off. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't got to worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast. So be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. A literal baby. <laughs> literal child. And also it's a boy. So I'm just like, <laughs> don't you hate it when you see those types of guys raising sons because it's like, oh, now there's more of them in the world. Yeah. And like, in a way I want to be like, well, maybe he's learned and like, maybe this is like a positive thing for him. But also like two years ago, you weren't in any place to have a child. So I don't think you still are, but like, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm glad I don't have a child with you because I think I would be even more like mentally not okay with life because like nobody is perfect. That is just, that's a lot. (laughs) 
Yeah. So is he, does it look like he's still with the woman he's raising this child with? Yeah. So he got engaged to her after they found out that they were having the baby. So it it was definitely like a, we're having a kid, so let's get married kind of situation because the relationship was only like maybe six months old Okay. when they got pregnant. So very early on, I saw that and I was like, oh, he's like in a committed relationship because he's posting about her because that's what he did with the girl that he cheated on me with. Classic. (laughs) Lesson learned. If the guy doesn't post anything about you in about two, three months, he's not it. (laughs) He's not it. Obviously, if you were with somebody who actually cared about you, they would want to share everything about you and be like, this is who I'm with. They're great. Them on a pedestal because they're the best thing that's ever happened to me, you know? Well, yeah, it's like your social media is your highlight reel. So you want to show the best parts of your life. And so it's a total red flag if you're not a part of that highlight reel. And that was a lesson that I learned out of that relationship was that. And also if you feel something, if you feel like something is wrong there's something wrong and you need to ask don't close it off don't say oh well like it's not that big of a deal whatever like anytime that you feel like even if it's just like a hint of it that there's something wrong there's probably something wrong it could be something minor or it could be something like this <laughs> like it could be something like insane or it could be something like, oh yeah I forgot to take the trash out this morning sorry like it could be anything yeah so, it's a, di- a different it's a difference between like roommate issues and literal character flaws <laughs> Or like any kind of emotional intelligence that doesn't exist. What was like your first inkling that something might be up with this dude? So whenever I would come over to his house, because I lived with my parents at the time and he lived alone. Whenever I'd go over to his house, we would like watch a movie or like hang out or just like go and do something. And we started to stop going and doing things as often as we did. And we would just stay home more. But it wasn't like he wanted to like be really close next to me. He was kind of like sitting in a different couch rather than right next to me. I would stay over a lot and that stopped happening as frequently. Near the end of it, we actually like went to a concert one night. Not to like get super like in depth into our relationship or anything. He would never initiate anything that would happen Mm. in the bedroom at all. And he did that one time. Like he did initiate it that one time. Only once? Yeah. It was more like when we were like intimate at all, it was very mutual decision that it was going to happen. We were taking a nap and he like reached over towards me. So it was, it was like this weird feeling of like, why are you taking control of me right now? Mm-hmm. When we were like literally agreeing to take it out. Like it just felt weird and off being in a relationship with him. I was like, okay, that's like, whatever. Cool. He's like taking charge for once. Cool. Love that. Love when people actually like do that. It was out of character for him. So it just made me feel weird. Something was going on. Like he was trying to control the situation a little bit or something. Okay. And now, now looking back on it, it's exactly what he was doing. He was trying to see if this relation intimately and sexually was going to continue and be a good place? Or do I want to be with this other girl? Because I found out later the next day after he slept with me at night, made me stay over, this girl came over a few hours later. So the one time he initiates intimacy, which by the way, so weird to hear that a guy has already, so, so strange. It's almost like he wanted his tasting flight. Like, let me see which one I like better, like back to back. Like that's so skeezy. And also disgusting. Like after I found that out, I was like, I need to go to the gynecologist like right now. Because, like, not to shame her or anything, but, like, you don't know. Like, you don't know, like, what they're doing versus what you're doing. And I'm not going to ask because that's too personal for anybody. So it's just, like, what were you thinking? Yeah, he's (laughs) literally putting you in danger. If you think that this is exclusive, of course you think that you're going to be in the clear. Mm -hmm. But when they go behind your back, they're literally putting your health at rest. Not to mention, we did have conversations about, hey, I'm not seeing anybody else. Are you seeing anybody else? And he said no. So for him to say no, 
know and then suddenly go and start dating this other girl while he's with me come on <laughs> like but now he's a I'm liar only, and a cheater yeah if I am telling you hey I don't want to see anybody else you either tell me hey I'm seeing someone else too I don't know if you're comfortable with that mm-hmm. or you respect it you either break up with me then saying hey I'm not comfortable with that or you're mature and you deal with the relationship and when the relationship is not satisfying you anymore you tell the other person hey I'm not comfortable with this anymore mm-hmm. one thing I've noticed about men I feel like they never leave a relationship unless they know they have somebody else to jump to because I feel like women are so much better at, about having that emotional intelligence to take a second and be like oh this isn't right like maybe I should leave I feel like they always need to have a safety net or from what I've also experienced some people are very comfortable with their lives and men don't like feeling uncomfortable the second anything like that arises mm-hmm. they're going to back out of it in some kind of way whether it's cheating or breaking up with you in the middle of your relationship. And I also feel like, I mean, kind of drawing back to what you said about him wanting to be in control of the situation Mm -hmm. and wanting to have his cake and eat it too. You seem like a very strong, independent woman. You got your life together. And if he's in a place where he doesn't feel secure in the way that men are typically supposed to feel secure. And now Mm -hmm. you're like, let's make all these moves. He's probably like, wait, I'm not in control. Let me, let me back out of this and go. I don't know the, the woman that he left you for, but maybe it was a woman that was more dependent on him and made him feel more masculine. See, this is what is still confusing about that to me because she was exactly like me. Mm. She lives on her own. She has her own place. And at the time, I was the opposite of that. I was living at home with my parents, comfortable living in my life, but also ready to move out. So I think seeing her, she, she was like, oh, well, I can stay over there. I, mm. She doesn't have to come here. He felt more in control being able to go to two different places rather than me just coming over to his place. So again, he felt comfortable being able to do what he was doing because he had no boundaries with either of us. There's definitely something about the whole being uncomfortable in a relationship, whether it's boundaries, intelligence, when it comes to being emotional, a relationship is usually like you guys are going to go to a someplace at some point. You're either going to break up or you're going to be with them for the rest of your life. And typically people in a relationship don't want to break up and they want to stay together for the rest of their lives. So they continue to do that. But when the second is that the person is not ready emotionally to have that kind of control in their lives being with a second person is when the relationship fails. I know so much more now about relationships after something like that happened to me because when that happened I decided to stay single for two years and I I just like worked on myself did my own things and don't get me wrong during those two years I was very broken I was not a whole person Mm -hmm. and to this day I can say that even in my last relationship I wasn't 100% there and I think what really made me realize that it was when we broke up and I realized how empty I felt. It was because I was putting all of myself and my comfortableness into this other person rather than continuing to work on myself with this other person. Mm -hmm. And when they broke up with me, it made me realize that they weren't comfortable working with me to be emotionally available for even just myself. Yeah. It's crazy. Like how relationships end and how they end, because anytime somebody cheats on somebody, there's something wrong with that person and there's nothing wrong with you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, there was that whole TikTok series, I think a couple of months ago where it was like, look at all of these big name celebrities who have been cheated on women who are considered the beauty standard that I feel like a lot of us compare ourselves to. It's yeah. like, well, Candace Swainpole got uh, cheated on XYZ got cheated on. And it has everything to do with that person having to go and step out because I've noticed from people I, I I've known who have cheated, it, they've never just cheated on one person. It's been a serial problem in many relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I found out later too, after he like apologized
apologize, quote unquote, apologize to me. He had to go and apologize to a lot of people. I don't know mm-hmm. who these people are. He decided to do that after what had happened because he realized it was a pattern that he had created for like years after his last relationship with his ex-girlfriend who he had been with for like four or five years had ended. So he was comfortable in this long-term relationship. It didn't work out because they were fighting all the time. And then he decided to go look for somebody else to be comfortable with. And you can't find comfortability with anybody. You have to find it with yourself first. And if you don't take the time to do that, even if you're in a relationship, if you don't take the time to do that, it's not going to work out in the end. And I think it's interesting that you mentioned how when you were in that broken place, you were looking for someone else to help help you grow and feel more comfortable in your own skin. But it's like relationships almost do the opposite. I feel like when you're single and you're lonely, you're excited to get into a relationship because it's like, oh, all those warm, fuzzy feelings. When it gets into the harder stages, relationships really do become a mirror where you have to look at some of your worst bits and be like, oh shoot, this is how it's affecting somebody else. Yeah. And, and I think it's comfortable. The end of the day, you go to bed with yourself. And I think that's the most important thing is remembering who you are at the end of the day and who you want to be tomorrow. You don't have to think about it like a year from now. Just think, what do you want to do tomorrow? Even if it's just like going on a walk to a coffee shop to make yourself feel better. Like every single day is an opportunity to move forward. And I think that when you are going through something traumatic, you have to work on yourself. You can't just like go find the next person to be with because that makes you feel happy Mm because it's never going to be what you want it to be. It's a temporary thing that makes you feel good, almost like a drug in a way. Like, oh, let me distract myself with this person and all these warm, fuzzy hormones. Right. Like a lot of people get piercings and tattoos. Like, hi, just got a piercing today. (laughs) Got a tattoo a month ago on my wrist. It's comfortable at the time. Maybe a few weeks go by and you're like, did that actually heal how I felt? Or was I just putting like a Band-Aid on like an open wound? It's not. Unless you're like working on things emotionally behind the scenes too, nothing's going to happen. It's just like, oh, yeah, look, I feel pretty. Okay, now I'm not feeling great. Great. Why do I feel so bad when I have all of this stuff in front of me? Exactly. Healthy people create healthy relationships. Exactly. If you're in a place where, like you said, if you're in a place where you're not emotionally available to be able to handle this kind of stuff, then it's just two really broken people mm-hmm. just like thriving off of dopamine and oxytocin for as yeah. long as they can. <laughs> yeah. And not to say like any relationship is perfect in any kind of sense, because no relationship is perfect. Have a partner who's going through something and you can't sit there and tell them, hey, let's help you so this doesn't affect us any further, you should not be in a relationship. Because if you see somebody hurting and you just say, I I can't do this anymore. We're breaking up because I don't, I don't want to deal with it anymore. Whatever your reasoning is, I lost feelings or whatever. Screw the whole lost feelings thing. Like you don't just lose feelings for a person in a day. It happens over time. And that is something that you have to talk to the other person about when it's happening and wonder, why is this happening? What can we do to fix it? Because that's a healthy relationship. You have that kind of open communication breakup that ends because it's, oh, well, like you're dealing with all this and I don't want to deal with it. Bye. Why are you even with the person to begin with? You should be working on yourself if you can't deal with another person's issues because everybody has issues and no relationship is going to be perfect. Exactly. And that's sometimes the hardest thing to to say, but I feel like there's always a part of us that wants that companionship. Mm -hmm. But especially in this generation, like the age group that we're in, there's so much you have to figure out about yourself and work on before you can be an asset into somebody else's life. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for sharing your trauma with me. It was very enlightening. (laughs) We love some trauma (laughs) drama. Hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, it means so much to me when you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening. The trailer for next week's episode is up and this week's mini episode is
is all about a topic that kind of blew up on my TikTok page this week. I was venting about how it's so sad when your friends find the person they're going to spend the rest of their life with. You start to slowly see your own importance in their life disappear and how it's a really heartbreaking thing to go through. So I'm going to have some of my friends on this week to talk about the experience of going through that, but also what it's like to be the friend that's found their person and some of the struggles that come with that. I'll see you next Tuesday.